Hey guys, it's time for Nina's Got Good News. Nina's a former TV news gal who used to share all the news. Now, as a mom and small businesswoman, she wants to share only the good stuff. It's time to brighten your day. So here's your host, Nina B. Clark. Hi everyone, how are you? I love that intro, it's so much fun. I sort of feel like dancing all the time. This is Nina Clark, your happy host of Nina's Got Good News. I'm so excited that you're here, that I'm here, my mic is working, that's a miracle in and of itself. Welcome back to Nina's Got Good News. This is a movement to share good news and we are really growing every single week. I'm so proud, this is my third baby, literally. We have a major guest here to celebrate this milestone in the podcast space, my amazing friend. He's so unbelievably talented and super funny, too. My former TV news colleague, Brian Balthazar. Brian is totally famous, by the way, because he's always on TV, like literally all the time. Officially. supposed to be talking? Yeah, not yet. Not yet, Brian, because I'm still talking about your intro. You have like the longest title ever. Ready? Officially, he is the vice president of programming and development at Discovery Networks. Welcome to the podcast, Brian Balthazar. You're totally famous. I just started, I was like, be quiet for the intro. But then when you started saying it's your 21st and that that's like when you can start drinking, I'm like, well, isn't that a, is it a coincidence that you have me on the day that you can start drinking? I don't know. Coincidence? You decide. You decide that. Yeah, you can decide that. Well, so I know you so well, and I'm sure everyone at home who watches you on television knows a little bit about you, but let's talk all about you, Bri. Isn't this fun to talk all about you? I'm not even really sure where to begin with your impressive resume. Yes. After we're done, if this is fun for you, for me, for the listener, we'll know later. We'll know later with those ratings. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell everyone who's listening, all about yourself, Brian. Give us a little 411 oh on, on Brian. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm a little bit of like a Pollock painting career-wise. So I, I, in addition to the title that you said, I do develop and program shows for Discovery Networks, which in my case specifically, I'm, I'm not the only one with my title. There are several of me. And so I develop shows for HGTV, DIY Network, sometimes Food Network. I've done some for Travel Channel. But I really started out in news, as you know, because that's how we met some time ago. I'm like a tree. You just cut my leg and count the rings. <laughs> totally. You know? We're so old so, now. Um, <laughs> so good. Uh, and so, but I also go on other shows as a talking head, I guess is the most glamorous way you put it. So I do entertainment news, pop culture. So I'll go on shows like the Today Show uh, a couple of times a month. Uh, Wendy Williams, I'll go on uh, Page Six TV, HLN, CNN. I am what they call in the media business a media whore. Actually, slut. Yeah, you totally um, get around. I love it. Whores get paid, but sometimes, you know, sometimes let's just give it away. So uh, is this too uh, adult for you? No, it's so good. Remember, we're over okay. 21 now. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. So, um, so, but to be honest, joking aside, so I, in addition to doing this development, I've always, I'm like you, have a million interests. Like everybody, truly, we all have a million interests. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do these other things too. So my weird hobby is to go on other TV shows and talk about things. And sometimes it's about trends or entertainment or pop culture. So I feel very lucky, blessed, whatever the word is. I'm very happy to be doing both. I know. That's You're so short, good. You always have that oh. gratitude about you. That's one of the oh, many you. things that I love about you. So as oh. Brian mentioned, we met, I think it was, I was, I was thinking back in... <laughs> I was going back 99? in the archives. I was 99? going, yeah, I was going back in the archives. Um, and it was 1999. This was back in the days of like what, black and white film or yeah, something it, like it that. Was, I'm not it, really it was, sure. 
<laughs> it was just smoke signals. Um, yeah. Just, so I we were even been 98. Yeah. I, I, so I, I, we were working. We were both working in Boston for the NBC station there, Seven News. And lucky, yeah. lucky for me, we got to work really closely together. I don't know if you even remember this, Brian, but every night we worked the night shift, and every night oh, yeah. we would go out and walk together. You were my dinner date, and we would go for our little walk and get our dinner together. And yeah. I really knew, I really did know then that you had what it, like, sort of, quote, unquote, oh. you got it, that you had what it takes to oh, really, honey. you know, do something and be successful in this business. Was that That's really, nice like, your big, was no that your first big doing. job in TV? I, can't, I couldn't really remember. Well, I got into TV late in life. Um, now, I don't want people to have to do the math. Um, but uh, I, after I got out of college, I was working at the mall for many years, and, um, I really, I had every job known to man for like three to six months. I worked on a boat as a waiter who sang and danced. I worked at a, I worked for a psychic medium as the PR assistant. I worked at an insurance company as the like 1-800 number guy that would call and give, give you your, you know, insurance information. It was crazy. I really did everything for a long time. And then I finally, I started writing for a tiny little newspaper in Boston. And I interviewed Randy Price at the time, who was the main anchor there as for this little newspaper. And I saw a posting on the wall for an overnight writer. And I'm like, that's what I want to do. And so after many years, like wandering aimlessly through, like so many people do out of college, they're like, oh, I, I graduated from college. Now what do I do? Don't I, am I, am I in charge of a company yet? You know, so good. So I finally got that job and I was like, I'll work the overnight. Nobody else wants that job. I'll do it. And so that was my first TV job. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Short well, answer to your question. I know. No, I love it because it is so good to tell people that it's okay to do all these other things until you sort of find your way. And you yeah, found your absolutely. way. So you found your way um, to this writing job in news, which was mm -hmm. so great. And then afterwards, after Boston, you left for a bigger yeah. job in New York. And our paths did cross again when we were at MSNBC. But then you had a really big break, right? In 19, I'm sorry, in 2006, you launched the fourth hour of the Today Show with Kathy Lee Gifford and Hoda Kotb, who I love. I was really lucky. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, 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 it kind of landed in my lap because there was a fourth hour, but many people don't know this, before Kathy Lee and Hoda, there was actually a fourth hour before that. And I was not running that half hour. Um, and so then that didn't do so well. The person who, was running that hour left. And so it turns out that I was running the hour when they're like, let's get Kathy Lee on because she was on as a guest host one day. And they're like, she was so good and so unbridled and unadulterated and uncensored and, and still wholesome and memorable and a star. And she was just a star um, as everyone knew. And so that I was lucky enough to be at the right place at the right time with really wonderful people and launch that show and, it was an amazing time. It was an amazing ride. And I think I did that for about a year and another opportunity came up and I was like, Oh my God, this is the very definition of tough decision. Do I stay or do I go? And you know, I'm a big lover of change and mixing it up. And I'd been with the today show for a long time, actually, by that time, I think I've been there 10 years. Uh, if that's, if that's possible. Uh, it might have yeah, felt not, like 10 years. Ten. It might have yeah, felt, felt that way. Like it wasn't It wasn't that long. It was probably five years. Yeah, but, but uh, you were ready. But, um, 
Yeah. Okay. So I got the numbers wrong. Well, so but, how did, uh, did you yeah. predict that Kathy Lee and Hoda, like having them drink during the fourth hour, like in the morning, did you guys really think that, did you predict like, this is going to be a huge success? Like how, I love their show so much, but well, how did you guys even think that that was going to work on morning television? The, I love it. The interesting thing was we were having Chelsea Handler on as a guest and her book was called, are you there vodka? It's me, Chelsea. And so we're like, let's have a bartender, like let's have a hot bartender come out and serve them all drinks, including like a vodka drink for Chelsea. So we didn't even have a bartender in mind. I'm like, well, there's a guy in my apartment building who's hot and he's a bartender. So his, his name is Ray. He still lives in my building. Oh my gosh, Ray, knows. we love you, Ray. Yeah, and I, I don't even think he knows that I tell the story, but he came on as the bartender and served them all a drink. And it just felt natural and it felt right. And Cassie Lee, we even knew then, loved wine. And my uh, number two... I don't like the expression number two, but the person who worked most closely with me as a senior producer um, also loved wine. So she loved booking wine guests and it just kind of spiraled from there. And truthfully, like they were never drunk. They were weird enough and they're never drunk. They're weird enough without the wine, but it was just kind of an interesting thing. And I will say there was a certain amount of nervousness on my part thinking, can we do this? Like, is there some sort of rule? Is it a law that you can't drink on? Like, but there was no, no one really had. No, there's no rule. Yeah, there's no law. But at the time I was like, why, why aren't people drinking in the morning? Like, could <laughs> yeah, we no, do it's it? so and great. Are we going to get in trouble? You know, like, cause even the truth is, is like, you can swear on cable television, but people don't do it. Like, right. You know I mean? Yeah. So there are all these like, and now we're seeing more of that, which I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but like, there are all these unwritten rules that aren't really rules. And so we just kind of went for it. I know. uh, I love that. It's sort of like, just take the big swing and and like, see what happens. I love that you guys did that. It's so awesome. And now, yeah. And now local shows are doing that. all Uh, Of course. Local shows have their 10 and 11 o'clock hour and they're all drinking. Yes. Right. So you guys started this trend. We should be drinking on the podcast. Hello. Like cheers, by the way. Cheers. Yeah. Nina, I really am. (laughs) Good. That's my guy. Of course you are. Obviously, Sunday. I mean, Sunday, so I'm having a little, it loosens me up. Yes. See, see, cause um, you were so nervous about being on the podcast. You had to get, <laughs> <laughs> you were like, Nina's going to ask some really tough questions. So I better have some wine. But another thing that I talk about a lot on the podcast, and I really think about people like you, I talk a lot about kindness. I talk about on the podcast on my blog on Instagram and just how important it is to be kind and yeah. you, in my eyes, really define that. It's very rare, especially oh, in TV and in, in, in not only thank news, you. but just in the TV business. I think it's not everyone is as kind as you. So I wonder, oh. you know, and I, I do say that I think kindness gets you places. And so I wonder I if you think that being so kind and having such a big heart, if that has anything to do oh. with your success. What well, do you think about first that? First of all, thank you. First of all, thank you. That's amazingly kind of you to say. Um I will say when I occasionally am invited to talk to students or sometimes a college student will seek me out and reach out to me. And I will, I mean, the bullet, like the, the number one, the headline of what my advice is, is work hard and be nice because I really do. And I think almost all of us, no matter what field we're in, eventually get to this point where we're like, I don't want to work with jerks anymore. You know, and I do think New York city specifically or LA um, it is a very competitive place. And so sometimes people in their rush to be successful, and we can talk, we could have a whole show devoted to how you define success. Mm-hmm. Because I don't necessarily know if I necess- I don't know if I feel successful. I, I'm flattered that you say so. Um, 
but how we all define success can be different, you know? So, but I will say that for some reason, some people lose sight of the fact that, wow, we're all just human beings here. At the end of the day, people are going to forget the show you worked on. People are going to forget, like, so much of what we do is forgotten, but what is not forgotten is how we make people feel. Mm-hmm. People are not going to forget. We all, you know, we all remember this person in high school that made you feel terrible. And we can't remember sometimes the examples of what they did, but we remember feeling terrible. Um, and so the details, and I'm, I'm really paraphrasing. I think it's Maya Angelou who said, you know, people, and or is it Maya Angelou? who said, people will forget what you say, people will forget what you did, but they won't forget how you made them feel. And I, I forgive me if I'm misquoting who said that. Um, it's okay, that you're drinking, also, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have time to Google it before the, before the podcast yes, is over. Yes, we can Google um, it. But, but to your point, I do think that that goes a long way. And so when people say, I remember um, – a relative of mine, a younger relative of mine said, is it true that like your career and doing what you do is all about who you know? And I said, you know, the truth is, is that connections can help. But if your connection was rude to you, if you're rude to your connection, that's going to hurt you. So truth is, is like, you can know a million people, but if you're a jerk, you're over. Yeah. And so, and, and we, and the truth is, is there's exceptions to this. We've seen a lot of arses. Is that a word I can use? Arses? That's yeah. very polite. Um, who seem to do well and fail up and do well. So like, just put that out of your head. Yes, that exists. That happens. There are a lot of jerks who do well. And, and a lot of them, we've seen them have a terrible downfall. Mm, oh um, boy. Have we? Yes. Gonna, you, I mean, like, because karma know, does come back. Karma comes back. It yep. does. And what I will say is yes, believe that karma comes back, but sometimes it doesn't fast enough. So just live your life and do the best you can and be nice to people because that's better off. I know. Well, you're so kind. I always say kindness always wins and, I think about people like you and I, and I, it just makes me want to be a kinder, oh, better person. You. So what do you oh, think? Oh, stop it. You're so kind. You're so kind to me. You're you. part of the reason you are a major part of the reason. And by the way, the quote was by my house. I wasn't wrong. Oh, you Googled um, it. Good job. Yeah, I did. Um, you are a great factor in why I've managed to do, I, I, I don't, I don't want to say like succeed, but yes, you you are you are greatly responsible for my success in Boston oh, and well, believing thanks. in me and doing well. So I thank you for that, and oh. I, can't, I can't thank you enough. Well, you were that. so good; it wasn't hard. I mean, and oh, we well. we had our we just had our bond. I mean, ever since you told me that in college you were the mascot, you were the, at Syracuse, <laughs> and so then I would like make you recreate how you would walk around on yeah. campus at Syracuse yeah. as and the college mascot. <laughs> we would laugh in the newsroom. I swear to gosh, yeah. you guys, laughter is the best medicine especially if you do work in a crazy business like news, if you have, if you are lucky to have someone like Brian make you laugh in the newsroom, that's just going to get you through the day because it is, those are long days, but let's talk about who your mentors have been. Can you give us a couple who have been your mentors? I know you're really close with Kathy Lee Gifford, but Uh who are your mentors? Would you say, you know, um, that's an interesting question. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, in the beginning, I didn't necessarily know what questions. I was very shy. It's uh, and it's hard to believe now, but I was afraid to ask for help. And that is still a weakness that I have now, the fear of asking for help or asking someone to do something for me. Um, I will say um, within my own organization, there's a woman named Kathleen Finch, who's the head of content for six networks. And um, 
she really uh, is an amazing leader. She's incredibly smart. I, I will say just, you know, we're, we're in the middle of a movement right now. And it's, it's not just about Me Too, although Me Too is a part of it, but really realizing how many women have been held back for no legitimate reason. And so, um, you know, I was watching, I was at a, I'm at a film festival this weekend and I was watching old movie clips and it was interesting to see how in these movie clips, the subtext of women being marginalized and just minimized by the male characters or just like, listen, you, that kind of thing. Like just how women were marginalized or just treated like second class citizens in these movies. And it was very subtle, but not anymore. You know, it felt, I think I'm sure it was subtle at the time. Um, but I, my experience in the workplace has been so um, impacted, so greatly impacted by female leadership. Mm-hmm. My boss, my boss, three of my bosses at Discovery Network, all female. My direct report, the one above her and the one above her, all female. At, at um, WHGH, I worked for you. I worked for Nancy Lynch. I worked, um, so I have to say, I, I have been, and I will say I'm definitely in touch with my feminine side. I don't think anyone would argue that. Oh my gosh. We love you even um, more. Yeah. Um, and uh, I have been very fortunate to work for some really incredible women. And so I've been blathering on, uh, oh, I forgot. I almost forgot what the question was, but I, Kathleen Finch has been a great mentor of mine. And then I, I kind of choose mentors outside of what I do and, and watch them. And, you know, I, I don't have specific ones that I check in with regularly, but I do, I look, I look for the inspiration and the learning moments in everyone I meet and everyone I work with. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. I like that. Cause yeah. you can, we can all learn from each other and get better yeah. together. So I think that's yes, great. Absolutely. And I think like no one person is going to be perfect. So you find those people that inspire you. And, um, and sometimes you'll be kind of, sometimes you're flying blind and you're like, okay, this is, I got to go and do this because sometimes the people that you look up to the most are the busiest. Yes, that Um, is true. Yeah. Yeah, And that's, and that's a good thing to pick busy people. What do you think you'd be doing if you weren't working in television? And the answer can't be a stand up comic because you already did that. But what what would you be doing if you weren't working Uh, in television? Do you think? I think I would work for a construction company. I know you are good at like that stuff. I watched some of your do it yourself projects and I'm like, God, he's actually pretty good. Uh, Thank you. I think I would be working as a carpenter or a renovator or, um, or, I would work at a piano bar, playing piano. And oh my jazz. gosh, you're hilarious! You're such a Renaissance man, Bri. I love it. <laughs> all right, let's talk a little bit about your love story because you know we all we all love a good love story here on the Good News Podcast. Okay. So let's right. talk about yours. And this is okay. a shout out to your love, Dennis, yes, who, by the way, is he's just amazing. so good looking. It's like not normal. He's, he's incredibly handsome. He's I, so I handsome. I remember, I remember when one. you guys were first together and I was like, wow, that is like a gorgeous yeah. couple. You're like beautiful yeah. people personified. I, oh, you're very kind. Actually, he's the better looking of the two. And one time, I, Dennis gets sick of me telling the story. Two stories about him. What, well, about when I first started seeing him, some guy said, you're dating him? See, that you, you're dating him because you're so nice. I'm like, well, okay, that's rude. Um, that's <laughs> so rude. The only way, I was like, could you just say that I'm not attractive? And said, <laughs> But, um, and, but we worked, you know, I remember recently when I worked at, I worked at AOL briefly, um, really briefly. And, um, someone in the office was dating another person and they said, can you believe they're dating each other? I go, well, that's how I met my partner. Uh, we worked together and I was intimidated by his attractiveness. He's so fun and funny. 
Um, but I didn't talk to him for a good long time because I was like, I'm not like, I'm not wasting my time. <laughs> he he's so cute. Me. Yeah. He's but so then cute. We just started. He, he heard me making jokes about something. Cause that's what I do. And he, he came over and we started having coffee all the time. And then I was like, t- we were having coffee so often and PS, I don't drink coffee, but I was doing it just cause I was like, he's coming. So I'm going. And I'm yeah. Right. Gonna I'm going to definitely um, have that latte. Yeah. yeah. But we, uh, to this day, laugh. So we laugh more than anything else. We we enjoy a lot of the same things. We um, and we dislike a lot of the same things. Sometimes there's a little bit of pleasure in having someone who hates the same things that you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. I know we're all about positivity. Yeah. No, it's okay. We're we like, we uh, keep it real too, Bri. We keep it real. But sometimes you just want somebody who is driven crazy by the same things that drive you crazy. So uh, we have so much fun together and we like renovating homes together which we do in our spare time um and we like the country we you know we live in the city but we love the country and we go out to pennsylvania together and so we had been going for a long time and we didn't keep track of how long we'd been together and next thing you know it's 20 years oh my gosh it's such i love that It's such a good love story and just remember everyone the takeaway from that is find someone that makes you laugh and yeah. find someone that you have fun with, because I do think yeah. that's huge because, you know, yeah. life isn't all rainbows and unicorns. So it isn't. Yeah. You got to you got to laugh, though. So what advice True. would you give people who are trying to break into this crazy TV business? What sort of advice do you give to those people? Well, uh, I other than run advice. the other than run the right. other way, other than keep keep running. But I will say um, and I don't even tell people to run the other way, because when it's good, it's great. I have had amazing experiences, uh, even the bad ones, like amazing experiences that I would never have been able to do if it weren't for working in television. I was in front of the Great Wall mural of The Last Supper, just me and four other people at five in the morning in Milan with Katie Couric. And like, I would never have been able to do that or on the rooftop of, of the Duomo in Milan or, or, me, or traveling with Tom Cruise for a movie. Like, it, oh, I, I remember when you did that. Yeah. Wasn't that and with so, Allison Stewart? Yes, it yes. was. Yes. Wow, I know. Well, I love Stewie. So, Stewie's yeah, great. Yeah. And so, and so, I and having Thanksgiving, we were invited to Thanksgiving with Joan Rivers and Passover and Seder's with Joan Rivers. So, and and mind you, I don't. My currency in people is not their celebrity. Like I don't truthfully, ultimately care that they're a celebrity. Ultimately, there has to be something really amazing about them as human beings and Joan was one of those people and she I would say she was a mentor to me and she was a mentor to a lot of people when she was living and and, and very kind and, and thoughtful kept in touch knew Dennis asked how he was doing like she was not about see everyone about loves Dennis I'm telling you even Joan it's Rivers true. everyone loves Dennis it's true um but my advice is ultimately first of all success doesn't happen on your timeline like you you might have we all in our 20s see these people on television that are super successful and they're your same age and you're like, oh my God. And we all have those per- those people or that, that person. We're like, wow, they're rock stars or they're, they're business people. You know, like they, we, their journey is not our journey and we have to live our, our success path on, at its own pace and we will not be able to mandate it. We can do everything we can to speed it along, but sometimes it's just happens when it happens and you just have to surrender to that mm-hmm. but the other the other piece of advice i would say is you only need one yes so if you're trying to be on camera or you're trying to be a producer 
or you have an amazing idea for a show, you're prop you you have to brace yourself for rejection because it is coming. It mm-hmm. is coming. Yeah, you gotta get a lot of no's to get to the yes. Yes, and but you only need one. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a colleague of mine, Michael Pressman, he works for a company, World of Wonder. He may still work for them. Uh, World of Wonder had an idea for a show, and it was very progressive at its time, and they pitched it for years. Um, and it had a, it, and and they pitched it to Logo, and they pitched it to Bravo, and it was no, no, no for years and years and years. Mike, I believe it was Michael Pressman who came back to the company and said he joined the company. He said, "Let's we pitch it again." And they're like, "Oh, we've tried. Let's not pitch it." And he's like, "No, I'm going to pitch it." They pitched it to Logo. That show is RuPaul's Drag Race. It's now in like season gazillion. Oh my gosh, and I it, love that. And they sat on it for ten years because no one wanted to do it. It wasn't the right time for different people at the at that moment. Right. And, and so now it is. You just yep. And then and then suddenly it was. And now they're groundbreakers. And now RuPaul's winning Best Host Emmy. And and another example is be willing to take your idea and adapt it for someone. Don't be so stubborn about your idea. So mm-hmm. there was a sitcom. There was a sitcom pitched to NBC featuring three guys in New York City. One of them was a comic. And NBC was like, we like it, but you have to add a woman. And, you know, some people, some creators would say, but my idea involves three men. There's no woman. And like, no, you know what? That, that sitcom is Seinfeld. They ended up hiring Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and she ended up being a big star from it. She had been a star, but she was even bigger and instrumental in that show's success. So don't be stubborn about your idea. Be willing to take a lot of no's before yes, and um, success doesn't happen on your timeline. You asked for one, and I gave you Oh, no, it's all good. People are probably, like, hanging on your every word. So where do you see the business in the next 10 years? And do you think the, the three main TV networks are even going to be around? I look, I look, you know, I, I often ponder this since I'm out of television now, but mm. I just wonder, yeah. you know, where do you see things? Well, well, I think the three broadcast networks will be around, but, but the days of profit margins being what they once were are changing now and they will be different, definitely different then. Um, you know, Netflix and Hulu and, and even cable you know, it used to be that broadcast is so much better than cable, and now those scores are really evening out. So yeah. in 10 years, I don't think what it is to be a broadcast network will be much different because distribution of cable is, is huge far and wide, and a lot of the you know millennials and younger, because there are people younger than millennials now, <laughs> you know, watching, you know, cord cutters, you know, obviously um, – that aren't going to get cable. We're everyone has been forced to rethink what it is to be a viewer, um, meeting these companies. So I really think that some some there'll probably be one big company that goes under that will shock all of us. Yeah. The, the, and so um, uh, the, and there will also be another one that we haven't heard of yet. You know, a lot has a lot a lot is changing and it's happening really quickly. And so you know we may not you know, Facebook may not be what it is today or Instagram might not be what it is today. Twitter could be gone. Who knows? Right. Who knows? The, the, I know. You know, it really is hard to say, but the one thing that is for certain is that if you don't adapt, you will not survive. You right. Know? So as, as a company, as a media company. And so we really, uh, even in the company that I work for, you know, there was a time every network was once just looking at what the live ratings were uh, what would it, what, who watched last night? And now they're adding three days of DVR viewership because that matters and that helps them build their bottom line. So 
you know, the, the, the exciting part of it is that, that no one knows. And the terrifying part of it is that no one knows. Right. So that's almost, that's a pro and a con. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah, a good way totally. to look at it. Okay. Well, let's do a quick lightning round with some fun questions okay. here. Who's the most fun guest that you've ever worked with? Most fun guest. Uh, Joan Rivers. Nice. Joan Rivers. Love that. Okay. Yeah. Who's your celebrity crush? Oh, oh, okay. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Okay, uh, female Oprah Winfrey and male Josh Duhamel because Josh Duhamel. Oh my gosh, I know he sort of looks like Dennis in a way, actually. Okay, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Dennis is like Nina. <laughs> Nina, stop crushing on me, yeah. Nina. No, everyone Nina. says I do like a certain type. Yeah. Um, okay, so who who is not so nice to work with? <laughs> Oh, that is not easy. Oh, can I pass? I. Uh, you want to phone a friend? <laughs> I know. Uh, okay, let me think about that for a second. <gasps> oh no, I'm scared. No, I want to work with people. I can't. Okay, okay, I, I'm gonna have to phone. Okay, a, let, uh, yeah, let's I'm phone a friend pass. later. Yeah, pass, we'll pass. pass. Okay, yeah. favorite cocktail. This is easy. Favorite cocktail. Oh God, there's. It's hard. Okay, a little bit about me is very hard for me to pick a favorite. Right now, I'm digging mezcal, which is like tequila, but smoky. So I like a, a Paloma. I also like a Bee's Knees, which is gin and lemon and honey. But I also, you can never go wrong with the Dark and Stormy. Like, yes. go for a Dark and Stormy if you never, or a Moscow Mule. But yes, oh, I love the Moscow Mule. Okay, last movie you've seen. Oh, see, now this is embarrassing because I go, on the weekends, I go out to Pennsylvania and I just disconnect completely. I know, which I do uh, love that you do that. I'm, I'm literally in the middle of watching Wrinkle in Time. Um, but the last movie I saw was a documentary called Three Identical Strangers. I beg you to watch it. Okay. Three Just Identical Strangers. Okay. I'm on it. It's okay. Amazing. Okay. So since you're Mr. Unwinding in Pennsylvania, last book you've read. Uh, is that weekly a book? I, don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> it totally is for you. <laughs> um, it is for me. Uh, I have actually read. That's terrible. Here's the problem. Okay. Because... <laughs> So this is a riot. Yeah, I, I have terrible eyes. Terrible eyes. Oh my uh, gosh. Vision. Yeah. So now I finally have gotten. Did my you get eyes glasses? Like, yeah, I see uh, well, it's not even that simple. I can't wear glasses. It's oh, crazy. Gosh. I have a corneal condition, but it's okay. fine. It's fine. Okay. Um, so for so for just years, stick to Us Weekly. It's a bug. Yeah. So for years, I um, couldn't see. Like at a party, I would just like pretend to know everybody. Like I was faking it. <laughs> and when I would go on TV, and this is not a joke. I would have cards, but I couldn't read them. So I would just memorize everything. Um, so, but now I can see again, but as a result, but most of the time when I'm free, I'm driving. So I listen to audiobooks. Oh yeah. So right okay. Now, well, that's good. To, yeah. Can that, does that count? Yes. Um, audible. The, we the, love audible. The Robin Williams biography is one of them. Oh yeah. Um, someone told me that was good. Tina Fey's autobiography. Oh, I love her. Or um, She's and, a riot. I don't know if you call it an autobiography, but it's amazing. Okay. Um, and Those I just good. bought the artist's way. I just bought the artist's way to okay. like, reinvigorate creativity. So, okay. All right. Favorite TV show you've ever worked on? Oh, favorite TV show that I've ever worked on. Oh, I would say, oh, see, I'm terrible at favorites. For NBC, obviously, the fourth hour. For HGTV, I love the show Desert Flippers. I love those people, like, deeply. They're so fun. You really need to watch it. It's the, sh the best show you're not watching on HGTV. Um, and talk shows outside of NBC, Wendy Williams is like a party. I love You her. don't even know what a party is. During the commercial break, it is something. It, the, it is 
the most adrenaline pumping show you've ever seen. And I, I encourage anyone that is going to New York to get tickets because you will not regret it. Oh my gosh. I know. I love when I, when I, uh, there's so many days where you're on Wendy's show and I'm watching it on the treadmill because she totally is good to work out with. Yes. She's a good, yeah. And I'll like text you a picture of yourself and I'm like, you're just so awesome. Like you just got me through my workout, you and Wendy. I just love it. It like gets me (laughs) so excited. I just love it. Who was the best famous person you ever interviewed? And I know you already went through some of these, Mm. like Tom Cruise Mm. and Mm. you've already gone through some uh i really liked interviewing let's see uh, best friend, I, I i really liked interviewing monica potter i thought she was really amazing i really liked uh interviewing danica patrick i liked interviewing um i i here's what i will say i had a chance this is such an interesting story to me personally I interviewed Kathy Lee for a half hour on AOL Build. This is this digital platform they have. And I also once interviewed Hoda Kotb on AOL Build. And it's weird to say I interviewed people that I already know. But it's very, it's an interesting practice to interview someone that you already know. Because when you know someone, like I wouldn't, like you're asking me questions that you probably wouldn't ask me conversation. Right. You know, like if we were just at a bar, you wouldn't be like, how do you define success? You know, like that kind of thing. But (laughs) um, what's your biggest struggle with but when you have these conversations with people, and I, and you know what? Here's the best example. Here, okay, this is the best example. I interviewed my parents for a story. Oh, I love about that. Their relations, for about their relationship. And it was, it was about how the brain works. Because men think, men deal with emotions differently than women do. And the brain is wired a certain way. But it was so interesting to ask questions that you would never ask a person over lunch or dinner. But they're doubly interesting because there's someone you know and love. So I've given you six answers. I'm terrible at giving one answer. Oh, no, it's but, so um, good. It's so good. But it's so good. I wish everyone could have the opportunity to take their partner or a family member mm-hmm. and interview them on tape because you will become closer in a way that you did not anticipate. I know. That's, I really such, a, believe that's that. such good advice. I love that. I yeah, know. I really believe You're that. motivating me because I keep telling my mom that I want to have her on the podcast, but we just haven't figured out the I'm right. telling you. The I'm right way you, to do will, it. So, you yeah. You will be so glad you did. I know. And you'll also be so glad. I'm so glad to have that video of my parents. My mom is deceased now. I know. And my dad is a different person. So, I am so glad to have it. And even if it's just hearing what they've learned, like lessons learned from a parent, oh, God, it's, it's, it, it, has, it has been the most amazing experience to interview someone that I already knew. Joan Rivers is one of them, Wendy, because there is an intimacy that you get from someone you know that they're going to be tell they're going to tell you more deeper deeper stories deeper thoughts than you could have anticipated and you'll feel closer to them as a result so that's oh, that's I love that the, like some shallow like some empty interview with a celebrity and i've done plenty of them right of course um, you is, have it's fine yeah. like they talk about it we've all done them right uh in the business like you know where you talk about their project and then you move on your way and and, and they're like kind of a dime a dozen but boy if you get someone to really open up to you that you know it's really a bonding experience i know i love by that. the end of my interview with kathy lee and hoda separately we both were in tears oh you're so cute i love that well they love you i can I, tell when when i, I watch. cry easily though. i know i, I know <laughs> It's like, cue the tears, Brian, cue. Okay, so you know that I love Instagram, and I know you love yes. Instagram, too. So we're doing yeah. a new feature here on the Good News Podcast all about our favorite Instagrammers. Since okay. I always say the gram is my jam right now, and by the way, Brian is right. Instagram could be gone in a year. It could be gone in 10 years. It could be gone in six months. But 
Right now, the gram is my jam. So who's one of your... Oh, yeah. Sorry, my dogs are barking. Oh, they're so cute. Are, are, they, are they excited about Instagram, too? They're very excited about Instagram. I don't know what it is. So uh, who is one okay. of your favorite Instagrammers these days so that we can all okay. follow them? I'm only picking one because you told me I could only pick one uh, for most of my questions, and I've defied all of those. Um, one of my... Rule my breaker. Favorite, I'm gonna Rule say, breaker. Ain't too, ain't too proud to Meg. Not ain't too proud to beg. Ain't too proud to Meg. And here's why. And it's ain't too proud one. to Meg. Huh. She makes. <laughs> you're gonna laugh at me. She makes the most amazing cheese boards I've ever seen. Oh. And her whole, her whole Instagram account is about making cheese boards or candy boards or charcuterie. And I love entertaining. Well, okay. You, know, <laughs> you love, love drinking. No, I love the idea of entertaining, but then I like get all this stuff. Like I'm like at service for 12 in like four different styles of dinnerware. But then when it's like time to have people over, I'm like, well, it's kind of rainy out. I yeah. Like, I, can, can we but, just stay home by ourselves yeah, exactly. and eat all this cheese board? Right. Ain't too proud to Meg is she just has reinvented the cheese board. Okay. So obviously her name is yes. Meg, right? Pry? Yeah. Her name is right. Meg. Yeah. Okay. Ain't, ain't too yeah. proud to Meg. Okay. I love that. I'm going to follow her. And yours, Please why don't do. you tell everyone your Instagram handle? At I Brian am Balthazar. Brian Balthazar and Brian Balthazar on Twitter and Brian Balthazar on Facebook. Every time a new platform emerges, I'm like, I'm just going to reserve Brian Balthazar before <laughs> someone else does. Yeah. There are not a lot of me. There are not a lot of others. Except no, there's Gina. only one well, like you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, okay, so what is next for Brian Balthazar? Tell us what's next. What's what's coming next? Well, well, okay, I am, well, well look at that. Uh, inspired by a certain Nina Bradley, I am doing a podcast also. I'm going to be doing one called um, Now I Get It. And it's it's basically, it's the story, it, it answers the questions you didn't know you had about music, about food. It, every episode is going to have a certain theme. And so I'm talking to experts in their field about why we do the things we do, how truthfully, sometimes it's how like marketers manipulate us into doing the things we do. I mean, it's a, a lot of questions and answers to things we did not know we had. And so um, that's in development. Who knows? It, it's my first baby. Really. Yeah. See, I, I told you it's yeah. going to be like a baby. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. And, I love um, that. I'm okay. It's called now I, yeah. now I get it. Now I get it. Yeah, and it and so yeah, Google that, and hopefully something will come up soon enough. Yeah, we're and, ho- um, and I'm also doing works. more. Yeah, and I'm doing more public speaking and keynote speaking for uh, corporations. Which is oh, kind of look fun. at you! Yeah, and I'm also like so big time Mississippi pageant in a couple weeks. Oh yeah, I know you've been doing some of those beauty pageants. I love that. Well, you okay, to do that. I, mean, I know that's controversial, but I will say this: the women I have met at these events have been amazing, extraordinary women who have. Some of them have their own charitable organizations. The woman who won last year, I'm like, so what are you doing next? She's like, oh, I just graduated from Harvard. I'm, I'm taking the bar next week. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so like, <laughs> You're like, I'm lucky I, like, I graduated yeah, school at all. Right. I was like, I was just barely to get out, uh, barely able to get out. And But I, I will say you, to people who judge it, and I get it, in many cases, these young women are looking for a ticket out of a very small town in a state where this is part of their culture. And also, do not judge if you watch The Bachelor, because that's 20 women parading themselves around for a husband. So you cannot judge The Bachelor. You cannot watch The Bachelor and then judge the pageant. That's yep. just, like, it's just, you can't be hating. No, I love that. No, and you're that's so good. I know you're so good, Bri. You're just such a good soul. Just remember that, oh, people. thank you. I'm oh. telling you. Um, okay, well, Bri, I love you. I would just want to thank you, you so thank much. You, you just really are such a VIP guest, such a talent. Oh. 
Such a great sense of humor, right? Such a kind soul. And truly, if you know him, you love him. And I hope Uh now you feel like you've gotten to know him the way we all love him. Those of us that have been blessed to work with him. And I'm sure all the listeners. Oh, (laughs) no, I just feel so I feel lucky. You know, this is this is one of the things about TV that people just don't know that the bonds you have with the people. You know, yeah. you, it's, yeah, I agree. they go deep, you know, we, we, yeah. <laughs> we go through some wild stuff and, they're you know, really we're scars. all there for each they're, other. They're, so you could call them scars. You could call them bonds. They run deep. Yeah. Yes. No, but <laughs> anyway, we've all learned a lot from you today, Brian. So I love you oh. so much. And I'm so Thank proud you. of you. I, you I really am so proud of you and all your success. And please tell Dennis, I said, hi. I will. Thank you for having me on. All right. Thank you all for listening. I'm so grateful for all of you out there. I know that I would never be here without all of you supporting me and inspiring me to be a kinder, better person every single day. Stay tuned for next week's podcast. Remember, you can find me on iTunes. Please be sure to subscribe and rate and review my podcast too. Please keep writing in with your reviews. Our reviewer of the week is my childhood friend, Georgette Young, who writes in, quote, knowing Nina since we were little girls makes this podcast even more amazing. You inspire me and make me me smile. Well, Georgette, you make me smile too. Thank you so much for writing in. That is so nice and cute, and I appreciate it so much. Remember, the mission of this podcast is to get better together as a community here in the audio space. For now, I am your host, Nina Clark. You can find me across all social media platforms as Nina B, the B is for Bradley, and Clark has an E at the end. Please follow me on Instagram because as Brian and I just talked about, the gram is my jam. Thank you again for listening and let's all keep being awesome. Awesome.